Whenever I sit down at the table to play with a brand new group, uh, I always forget to declare how we're going to do leveling up. And I'm pretty sure we've mentioned it in a previous episode that you're not going to level up until you fall asleep for the night. So if you're in the middle of a dungeon and you hit the right amount of XP to hit level two, you're going to have to wait until you fall asleep. Find a safe place, whatever you got to do. Leave the dungeon and let them regroup so that they can wreck you when you come back. No. So that's what I just want to make sure everybody <laughs> is clear. You cannot level up until you fall asleep. Too late. <laughs> I just finished level up. Okay, so I actually <laughs> literally deleted my level one character sheets. Yeah, so everybody, I have no idea where it was. Except Matt can level up until you fall asleep. So I have to leave now, right? You <laughs> do. <laughs> Get out of my holes. Welcome back, guys, to another episode of Rocks and Rune Lords. And uh, so I definitely want to talk about how much XP you guys earned last session. Oh, how much did we get? I'm excited. It is a lot. It was. And I gave you, before we ever hit the air, some amount that you were going to get. And then I was going through my list. I found more for you guys. <laughs> oh, love it. How excited are you now? So for defeating the eight goblins... The ones that uh, Finland put to sleep and then poked them until they stopped breathing. I just made them sleep permanently. <laughs> yeah, you did. 270 XP each for that one. Ooh. You made Tasuto run away. He had no choice but to peace out. 300, no, sorry. 200 XP each for that encounter. 470. 470. Nice. I think that's enough because to level us up. You found Amiko. <laughs> yeah. You have rescued her. She is safe. I'm assuming Safis can heal her, or you can do some medicine checks to make sure that she's not gonna die. Yes. Mm-hmm. 300, 300 XP, XP each. Whoa! That's like a million XP we got last week. Holy crap. I'm level 27. <laughs> <laughs> That's really gonna wreck the rest of these encounters. So, so I don't attack anything. It's all good. You all have enough experience points to level up to two. But you haven't fallen asleep yet. You're all still level one. Hey, Finland, can you shoot me in the back of the head real quick? And <laughs> take a quick nap. Come I lost back level two. My bowl is uh, destroyed on the stairs. Wow. I, have a, right. I have a feeling that... So you actually did that? Yeah, yeah smashed yeah, it against the wall. Yeah. <laughs> I'm keeping my arrows to go sell them in a shop, sure. though. I'm getting my money back. I have a, I have a feeling that Benjamin and Yinli probably stomped on that bow on the way out of this glass factory. Like, it's broken? Snap! <laughs> a little bit more damage. And ground my heel into it. Cracked it a few more times. Oh, we can find out. Because you are still in the Glassworks factory. You're still in the basement of the factory where they've got piles of sand and other glass-making materials all around. And Amiko is unconscious at your feet in this small study of a room. What are you guys going to do? She's unconscious on the ground. Uh, Benjamin would immediately run over to her and, and untie her or cut the ropes, uh, splash some water on her face, try and get her conscious. I'm assuming she looks pretty beat up. She um, has, uh, you can tell where goblins have bitten her. You can tell where dog slicers, dog slicers have taken little small chunks out of her. I, can I make like a, a heel check or something to see if she has any bruising from uh, pseudo? I mean, I would know what bruising from a monk fight would look like. She does not. Okay, so he's not attacked her. That no. was really what Benjamin was concerned about. I mean, just the goblins. He's concerned in general, but you know, uh, he's going to pull a potion and, and force it down her throat. No, no. He slowly puts that potion right back into his pouch. <laughs> good, good. I like your idea, but uh, give me one second. Now I'm going to do a heal check. 
Yeah, she's um, a negative two hit points. To stabilize. Sure. Uh, not stabilize, but to bring some hit points back to okay. her. Uh, treat deadly wounds? Yes, I'm going to treat her So you're going to spend an hour doing this? I thought it was ten minutes. It's That's hour. second edition. Yeah. ten minutes now. Um, I will just burst. I got plenty of bursting left. I okay. will heal everybody for five hit points. All right, so we got a burst. Uh, she's back and unconscious now. She just kind of rubs her eyes. She Then she rubs her wrist and like, oh, I'm not tied up anymore. Benjamin. Safi, Yenli, Finland, you're all here. Oh, and she just relaxes back and she says, "What happened to Suto?" He uh <laughs> I don't know. I was unconscious. <laughs> Way to speak up first. <laughs> he I es- he escaped. Oh, he he's free then. You didn't have to kill him. Well, not exactly. Not for lack of trying. <laughs> Tell us what you know. Well, I got the note last night um, about meeting Tasuto here. Uh, I knocked on the door as he directed, and then he came in, and he was telling me about all this crazy stuff he wanted to do. Something about attacking Sandpoint uh, with a large goblin tribe, and he wanted to blame Father for it, but... Oh, no. Oh, no, Father. I've... And she looks up, bright-eyed. I have to go tell Dad about what happened to uh, to Sudo and the fact that he's in charge. I've, I've got to go. And she starts to try and stand up. Uh, and when she does, uh, Benjen will pull her in, like, to a hug. Like, grab her, full-on hugging her. What? What? Uh, Amiko, uh, I apologize. I, I hate to be the one that tells you this, but Longiku is dead. And she collapses. You you know how you just take all of her weight at yeah. that point. That's the reason I, I grabbed her first. Um, so he kind of he's like holding her, trying to console her. Uh, he's he's upstairs. I don't recommend you looking. Uh, we will bring his body back to town with all of the other bodies. Are you are you trying to tell us that uh, Sudo was behind the attack and he was wanting to pin this on your father? Uh, yeah, actually, that's. And she kind of looks around and goes. I bet that has a lot of information for us. And she's pointing at the desk, and you see a large journal, leather-bound, sitting on top of the desk, half open with a quill pen sitting on top of it. Cool, uh, pick it up. Yeah, Benjamin. Can I detect, wait, 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 wait. Before he walks over, can I detect magic on it? It's There's no magic. <laughs> well, Benjamin probably wouldn't walk over. He's consoling uh, Namiko. Yeah. yeah, he's not even going to touch it. Then I would go over and grab it. Just don't shoot it. <laughs> I don't have anything to shoot it with. Okay, boys. Well, you have those tiefling-seeking <laughs> arrows over there. <laughs> Finland walks over, picks the journal up, and he starts flipping through the pages. Uh, and, Finland, you pick up uh, one entry that basically just says, The raid went as planned, few Thistletop goblins died, and we were able to secure Tobin's casket with ease. I can't wait until the real raid. This town deserves a burning. And then you see several uh, drawings. Uh, Some of them depict just 30 goblins attacking Sandpoint. And that one's circled and then kind of like with a check mark over it. You see several other drawings throughout the journal uh, on the next several pages at least. uh, Depicting 200 plus goblins attacking Sandpoint. And some of them with check marks, some of them with notes. None of them have been improved. 
And then you uh, skip forward a few more pages, and on those pages, you see drawings of a woman with uh, long hair. Most of them are pretty normal-looking. They're nudes, because he likes to draw her naked. Uh, on one of the last pages uh, where she's actually uh, being drawn, you see the same figure, but she's drawn with a demonic hand, bat wings, horns, and a forked tail and fangs. You pick up on all these drawings, and you find another entry that looks really interesting to you. Rip Nugget seems to favor the overwhelming land approach, but I don't think it's the best plan. We should get the Quasit's aid. Send her freaks up from below via the smuggling tunnel in my father's factory, then invade from the river and from the glassworks in smaller but more focused strikes. The rest, except Bruthasmus, agree, and I'm pretty sure he's being contrary to it, just to annoy me. My love's too distracted with the lower chambers to make a decision. Says that once Malfeshnikor's released and under her command, we won't need to worry about being subtle. I hope she's right. And you notice Yinli is kind of looking over your shoulder as you flip through the pages. She just reaches over gently, takes the uh, journal out of your hands. She starts flipping through a couple pages and she finds an entry that looks very interesting to her. My love seems bent on going through with it. Nothing I can say convinces her of her beauty. She remains obsessed with removing what she calls her celestial taint and replacing it with her mother's grace. Burning her father's remains at the Thistletop Shrine started the transformation, but I can't say her new hand is pleasing to me. Hopefully, when she offers Sandpoint to Lamashtu's fires, her new body won't be as hideous. Maybe I'll luck out. Suck you by her demons too, aren't they? That's a lot of information. Lamashtu? No, 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 no. This is bad. She's evil. This is a goddess. This is an evil goddess. What do you know about her? Matt can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I know. <laughs> Too she, much beer. Yeah. Matt can't uh, she, she is the mother of beasts. She is evil. She she takes uh, good people and makes them bad. She is not a good person. What no. about Malfeshnikor? That I don't know. I don't know this. Is this, is this a religion check I can do? For Malfeshnikor, no. Yeah. Okay. Nah, it's this is a name of a very specific being, and it doesn't trigger knowledge in any of you guys at this point. Okay. But there were pictures of uh, pretty girl, pretty girl, pretty girl, demon girl. Right. Uh, and in fact, when you start looking a little closer at these pictures, most of them are drawn in ink, simple line drawings. But in a few of them, especially as you get towards the end, he's taken like a bit of chalk, rubbed it on his fingers, and then he's like filled in the hair with these chalk drawings, like the chalk. So it's white hair. It's not gray. It's white that she he's trying to draw on the, on her. Lamashtu must be Amiko's brother's love. But right? A, a human loving a god? That's unheard of. I mean, not like that. She could, uh, he could be worshipping her, yes. Uh, Lamashtu is not, Lamashtu, people sacrifice the unwilling to give her praise. I mean, this is not a good goddess at all. This is, this is, if this is growing in Sandpoint, this is not good at all. We'd have, we have to find. Well, his, his love is distracted with the lower chambers. Do you think that's here? Well, you made it sound like this tunnel that is in the room next door is some sort of smuggling tunnel. Maybe maybe Lanjiku had some sort of smuggling operation that the town was unaware of. And Safi points to where we hear the air. So that That is the smuggling tunnel. Yes, this and it smells way. like the ocean. Perhaps it leads out to the other end of the bay. Yes, we are, we are on the cliff. 
And Amiko will stand up and she'll go, um, yes, this was the smuggling tunnel. My father or grandfather was embarrassed by the fact that our family is associated with something so base as smuggling operations. And so we bricked up this tunnel so we no longer had access to that area. Uh, It appears that my brother knew about the access here and has knocked the walls down to give the goblins access to the center of Sandpoint. So your brother was sneaking goblins in through a smuggling tunnel. These people in this building, they've probably been dead for days now. I don't know if it's been that long, but at least within the last day or two, yes. Now, Yinli, you mentioned something about this woman sacrificing her father's remains at Thistletop? Yes, that's what the journal said. So she's sacrificing her heritage to inherit her other bloodline from her mother? Who is she? This woman that is, I guess, Pseudo's love. I wonder if anyone would recognize her from town. I think that uh, Malfeshna Core, is that? That doesn't sound like a lady name. Let me help you put some two and two together here. So, Father's Remains. He was obviously after Tobin's casket. And Tobin is the old uh, priest. Priest. Correct. Mm. So, (gasps) burning her father's remains. Wait, the son, what? The daughter of the priest who was supposedly died in the fire. In the fire! <laughs> and and Benjen asks, like, can I please see that journal? And Yenli will hand it to him open to the pages of one of the drawings. And what? he he takes it, kind of looks at it, studies it, and his eyes just wide open. He drops the journal, and he says, uh, this is not possible. This is my old friend, Nualia. She's supposed to be dead. She died in the fire. Uh, Safi, you were with me when they said that they never really recovered her body. Yes. She must have survived. So that is the, the pretty naked lady? Yes. Uh, I can't ever say I've seen her in this form. But uh, <laughs> Naked or demonic? Either. <laughs> <laughs> Not for lack of trying, just neither. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I love Nualia. Uh, but she was never interested in me that way. And if, if she's alive, uh, you, I'm not supposed to say this, but she was pregnant when she died. Perhaps her baby is alive too. Lamashtu always shows up as a pregnant woman. Oh, this is not good, Safi. This is not good at all. She's. Lamashtu is a converter. So we have pretty lady, pretty lady, pretty lady, demon lady. So she's sacrificing Tobin's remains to rid herself of her Azamar blood, I would assume. Tobin an angel? I don't know what you just said. Is Tobin an, was Tobin an angel? Tobin was not an angel that I was aware of. I thought he was just the priest. I, I always assumed that Nualia was more of his adopted daughter. Is I don't it? know why burning Tobin's remains would release her from her Azamar blood. I, I honestly didn't know that was possible. Symbolism, I suppose. What what I have told you stays between all of us. Nobody knew that she was with child. Hmm. I trust you all with this information, but I think for now we need to keep it secret. This could be very bad for the town. Let us make sure there's no more goblins and go back to town. Alert everyone to come to here to help clean and discuss this further. What about the lower chambers? We do need to, we need to clear this building. No more bad guys. No more green guys. We need to get
get in, find them. If it's clear, we get out. Finland, do you believe that the lower chambers is this building's lower chambers? I don't know. I mean, Amiko, are there lower floors than what we're on right now? No, this is this is it. Uh, however, um, I think they were referring, and she points to the last passage that Yenli read, Thistletop Shrine? So the lower passage is a Thistletop. Either way, I, I have almost completely expended Caden's blessings. I, I must rest before we do anything else. I think we really need to... I agree. We need... This is this has been such a tragedy. So much is going through my mind right now. Let's just clear out this place. We need to go back. I, We need to tell the town what's going on. Because everyone is in danger. We have to keep some secrets. I'm scared, but we need to tell them as much information as possible. Uh, the entire of Sandpoint could be possibly on the end of destruction, or the beginning of destruction right now. Then we need to go to Mayor Devron. Yes, yes we do. We may even need to call back the uh, main policeman. Sure. <laughs> Sheriff Baylor? Yes, I am so <laughs> frazzled by all of this, Yenli. Call the cops! Call the cops! <laughs> uh, where's Thistletop? Do we, do I, does does Safi know where Thistletop is? This is a Safi, common knowledge. Safi may not, but okay. Benjen definitely. I, yeah, does. I definitely know where uh, Thistletop is. <laughs> what is the Thistletop? Thistletop is just north of Sandpoint. Uh, feet, miles, days. Uh, it's about a day's travel, probably. Two, maybe uh, two to three evening. hours. Two to three hours. Yes, okay. but uh, that's a goblin area. It's very heavily filled full of goblins, is my understanding, and. Typically, Sandpoint people try and stay away from Thistletop. Were they not the uh, the ones considered the most powerful? They are, yes. Yes, the Thistletop tribe is most powerful, which is why we stay away from them. But they've never quite organized like this. This is the first time I've ever seen goblins actually work together. Sans uh, Suto. Why would he... What was he doing? Why would he send goblins? Amiko, do you... Did Sudo happen to tell you anything about why he wanted to attack Sandpoint? Is he just doing this for his love? He he mentioned yes. Uh, he was basically her uh, her contact here in in Sandpoint. He was the way the goblins were getting in. Uh, he was doing all of this for Nualia. Oh my God! I I need to go. I need to get back to Sandpoint and deal with all of this tragedy. Uh, Mayor Devrin sounds like a wonderful person for you all to talk to immediately but i and she just sighs i'm the newest noble for the kaijutsu family here in sandpoint and i have much to see to so please can we go safi uh will put his hands on her shoulders just kind of gently please do not go to the foundry okay okay at this point, all of you begin making your way upstairs. Yeah. You clear it out just like Safi asked. Opening doors. Check everything out. Everything is empty. Uh, it's deathly, deathly quiet. You make your way to Mayor Devrin. She talks with you for a little while. You give her the information that she needs to have. And she organizes a, for lack of a better word, a cleanup force uh, of several of the people in Sandpoint, including the half orc tribe that lives there as well. And they all go in and start uh, dealing with the bodies and the mess and the gore that encompasses the glassworks. Amiko is dealing with not only now being the owner slash operator of a glassworks factory that has been trashed, but also the owner of one of the local taverns as well. And she has much to see to. Uh, but before you wrap everything up, she lets all of you know you all have 
lifetime runes and board at the Rusty Dragon. That is a... Does this include beer? (laughs) (laughs) Safi, I know how much you can drink. And yes, as much as you can hold. I would not do that. I make my own. Thank you very much, though. (laughs) Thank you, Amiko. Is there anything we can do for you? uh, Just... And she looks at you. Save Sandpoint. It looks like Pseudo has already put in... Pseudo has already put into motion some terrible plans for Sandpoint. And if Sandpoint burns in the fires of Lamashtu, there is no telling what can happen to Nualia. If you could save her, you would also save Sandpoint. I'm scared that if she's worshipping Lamashtu and trying to become this being that Pseudo is drawing in his journals that my friend Nualia did pass in that fire. This is a new creature. And if that's the case, save Sandpoint. And everything gets put into motion to clean up the glassworks. You are all free to either explore or take a rest in the Rusty Dragon at this point. What do you do? I think that we need to at least alert the other... I mean, we're not the only, like, law right now. There are other people that are... There's a few more guards, deputies kind but of you are the basically lead deputies at this point. You are definitely the strongest. I think we just need to make sure that everyone's on high alert. Yeah, and be looking for Pseudo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, mean, uh, I imagine that Benjen probably sketches out Pseudo or has someone sketch out a you know picture of him and is posting it throughout the town. Well, like, he's a big pretty well known, anyway. right? He is, yeah. Uh, but most, but he hasn't people really haven't seen, seen him in five or six years. It's been a while. So, so, so. Updated photo of Tisuto is plastered around. You show the plans that he's drawn up so you can fortify Sandpoint in the case that the attack happens while you're doing whatever it is you're doing. But you put into motion the plans to save Sandpoint. Yeah. Um, he, he does have a house. Pseudo has a house? Pseudo? Yes, don't they have a mansion on the edge? They uh, do, but I can't imagine that he's staying there. No? Kicked out. Yeah, Tetsudo was kicked out of yeah. the family. Okay. Oh, he's been gone for a while. Yeah, yeah he's six, been gone for years. Six, Forgot about that. Several years, right. yeah. Uh, Benjen is actually going to ask to borrow the journal, and with the pages where they've drawn Nualia, um, he's going to rip out the first page, and, like, he doesn't want the nudie pic, because that's weird, but he wants to just, like... <laughs> He wants to rip it so that way uh, he just has a picture of her head, basically. Uh, and he's going to fold it up and put it in the Pathfinder equivalent of his wallet, I guess. They'll <laughs> <laughs> okay, Keep a memorial. Yeah. Before, it, I was just going to say, it's the first time he's seen her since that fire. So for him, like this is really, really personal. Is there any writing in other languages in that journal? Uh, no, it's all in common. Never mind. Uh, if, I, I mean, I'm assuming we've all rested. Is it the next day or... That's what I'm asking you guys. I what think are you we need the rest. Yeah, we need the rest. Yeah. yeah. So you all pile pile into the Rusty Dragon into your separate rooms that have all been set up and arranged for you by uh, by Amiko. She has the little little halfling arrange all your rooms for you. You wake up the next morning, and you all feel way more powerful than when you went to sleep <laughs> the night before. So after all of the drama that has happened and all the terrible things that are bearing down on the shoulders of this small party. Let's talk about level two. We've doubled our level. Yes. Nice. (laughs) Some of you have doubled your hit points, I believe. Oh, Okay, so let's talk about uh, our classes. Obviously, I don't want to know if you got a plus one to fort save. I do would like to hear hit points and all. 
pick something fun that your class gains at level two. Let's talk about it. Let's start with uh, Adam over there with your unchained monk. What did you get that you're most excited about at level two? Level two gives me evasion. So if I succeed on a reflex save for half damage, I actually don't take any at all. That's nice. Well, too else? bad that there are not reflex saves against arrows in the back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. but I don't have a bow anymore. Uh, <laughs> so let's hop on over to Finland. Uh, so uh, did you take precise shot? I did not. I don't have a bow anymore. Um, <laughs> Essentially, I don't really get anything major aside from some additional spells. So it's more or less is just uh, I now have double the amount of color spray and more spells in my spell book. Great. Um, however, thanks to my wonderful rolling, I was only going to get one HP until you re-rolled for me to give sure. me three HP. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what we do here at the Rocks and Rune Lords podcast. When you level up, you'll we'll both roll and you get the higher of the two. Unfortunately, you're stuck with my rolling when you're Casey. Anything else fun? What uh, what was the new spell you picked up at level two? The new spell that I picked up, I didn't actually uh, put it into my spell book. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't actually memorize it for the night's preparation or any of that stuff. I just kind of got it because it sounded fun. Um, essentially, I got Vanish and True Strike. Oh, cool. Both really fun spells. Highly recommend to prepare them if you get an option. Vanish is so vanish, strong. Vanish right. is so great. Somebody's in your face. Vanish. <laughs> now you're gone. <laughs> then maybe I will change that. So <laughs> Hannah. Yeah. Did you pick up a second level in Ranger? Or did you multi-class? I picked a second level in Ranger. Okay. I did. What? I considered something else, but no. Oh, really? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I can't wait to hear what that might have been. Yeah. Was it Gunslinger? It was Gunslinger. <laughs> <laughs> That oh, would have been so much message. fun. That uh, would have been so much fun. Because mostly when you said, when, I think you were kind of halfway joking about it. Uh, but yes. I, could, I was just thinking of what excuse is Hannah going to come up with on why she suddenly has a rare gun? A gun. Like she's walking with her bow and then her like she's trying to find fish and then suddenly gunslinger. Yeah. How? Yeah. yeah. How? I, maybe you found it like in the uh, basement of the kaijutsu uh you know, of the glass, the glass factory. factory. Just happened to have a gun hiding in a crate. It was in an emergency cabinet. It said break in case of emergency. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, this could be good for later. We were out fishing and a gun in a bottle. Just... <laughs> yes. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, oh, this no. means something. Hey guys, look what I found. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if this is loaded. <laughs> <laughs> <You> just... <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, oh but you know what I'm really excited about? What's that? Do you remember how many hit points I had for uh, our first level? 12? Yes. Yeah. You know how many I have now? Four. 24. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> you did double your hit points. Cackle. <laughs> I think you have more hit points than anybody in the party now. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. That means you're the tank. I'm the ta- I'm the tank. You get to go in first to combat now. <laughs> See, I'm not doing any good as it, so. This is fabulous. My shoulders have, like, doubled in size. <laughs> <laughs> you become a little more nimble. You become a little more uh, able to absorb damage and deal with it. I'm huge. Is there anything else that Ranger gets at level two that you were excited about? I got a uh, precise shot. That's pretty cool. Oh, thank goodness. So we have <laughs> to call up, you Wes. Finland number thank two. Thank you. Oh, my God. Now Bullseye that, Junior. Now my healing... <laughs> Is no longer necessary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, about that. Cool. So precise shot <laughs> takes away the minus four shooting into melee, and also yes. if you miss, you don't hit your friends. Hell yeah, that's a lot better. So excited, Safi. Did you take cleric? I took another level of cleric. All right. 
And I also doubled my hit points thanks to nice. rolling all of you. I rolled a three, you rolled an eight. So yeah. I now have 16 Ooh. hit points. I get an extra spell. Um, not a lot happens for a cleric at level two. Not yeah, much, not much change. One of the, I think three is when they get to be a little more. Second fun. level spells, yeah, a lot of things happen at three. Especially when you take Ecclesia Thurge and all the other fun little yeah. archetypes that you right. have for. I mean, it's a good thing we're posting a few, a little bit of our uh, uh, character sheets online because I got to tell you, Safi as a cleric is confusing. Uh, think about what a cleric base is. Take away all of that and put in new stuff. Yeah. That's what I Matt am not did. the typical cleric. Yeah. Oh, I love it though. It is so much fun to read. About. Yeah, you've always built these really interesting, fun characters. You know, I like something new. There's so many options to not play a cookie cutter character that I like. I love to do it every single time, and that's what I've done. Like racial changes. I've got two archetypes. I mean, yeah. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, that's fun. Mm. Don't wear armor as a cleric. Yeah, don't wear armor. Great idea. Can't, I cannot wear armor or else it's an offense to Caden Kalian because of Ecclesia Thurge. I, I cannot use regular weapons for the same reason. Uh, and then as a herald caller, which we found out when I summon a creature, I can summon the same creature and we actually can communicate and we form a bond. So That's it, so neat. That's why I can summon Chauncey. Chauncey. <laughs> Chauncey? <laughs> Can't wait to see more of Chauncey. Uh, level he's, two, he's quickly my favorite character. Yeah. Chauncey, yeah, I like Chauncey. And plus, at level two, my summons last two rounds instead of one, so that's a lot better. Cool. Ooh. Oh, you leveled up. You also get a hero point. Ooh. <laughs> I forgot that. Yay. So that puts Casey at three, and everybody else at two, I believe. Yes, it's three it, max. Yes, three it max. Is. You cannot have any more. So I suggest start using them a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I'm a hoarder. I like to collect things. <laughs> yeah, but if you can only have three, then the rest are wasted. So you have dealt with Sandpoint. Mayor Deverin is in charge of the defenses. She has appointed somebody, one of the local deputies that knows the town really well, and they are starting to prepare for the uh, goblin attack if it happens. This morning, just like I normally do, I'm going to cast Ears of the City again. Okay. And this time, looking for Pseudo. See if there's any any information to gather, so somebody's seen him in passing, that kind of thing. So that'll be his morning ritual. He'll use one of his spells, but FYI, I have done that this morning. The biggest thing that you pick up on is that he was gone five years ago. And okay. everybody is shocked and amazed that he has made a reappearance. Uh, especially when people learn intangentially you also hear people's reactions to Longico's death because he is a major player in Sandpoint his death is not a small thing right he's one of the major houses and Tesudo is to blame right you probably get lots of images of hangman's ropes for Tesudo's neck I was gonna say I'm willing to bet that the uh, kaijutsu stock market just like dropped (laughs) overnight (laughs) but then it was saved by the fact that Amiko is taking over and everybody loves Amiko right yeah that's fair no sightings. Nobody's seen him since yesterday, though. Okay. No. That was the big thing. Like, help maybe track him down. But that, yeah, that's interesting. He gone. Cool. Safi picks up on a few things about Suto. None of them really very helpful at all. He's gone from the city, and he hasn't been seen in five years at least. Um, uh, what else do you guys want to do? It's early morning. Your new levels. Uh, you've got uh, defenses working. Uh, Mayor Deverin has just tasked you with stopping the goblin raid before it ever happens. And tracking down Sheriff Baylor is not an option. He has got to get to Magnamar 
and make reinforcements appear in case this goblin attack actually does happen. The sheriff's been gone for days anyway. He's probably in Magmar at this point. At least a day. Yeah. Okay. And I know the first thing that Benjen is going to do is try and find uh, Father Xantis. All right. So you're headed to the cathedral? Yes. All right. Uh, he's there assisting um, Amelie from the night before or a couple nights ago with uh, the goblin attack where she lost her husband. Correct. Um, he just sees you. And, yes. Uh, Father Xantis, I, I have a few things I would like to discuss with you. Do you think maybe we could step outside and walk together? Uh, sure, yes, absolutely. Uh, what can I do for you, Benjen? Uh, and so Benjen and, and the father leave, and they're probably just walking around the house, or just walking around town in general. I kind of just want to have a private conversation with him. Done. Um, well, father, uh, with the recent discovery of uh, Pseudo and his betrayal of Sandpoint, uh, we've come across this journal that's speaking of a, someone that I had recently thought had passed away. Um, she was an Azimar, and in the journal, it talks about how they found Father Tobin's body and burned it uh, to get rid of, I guess, her Azimar traits. Have you ever heard of a ritual like this? Um, not off the top of my head. I can't think of anything, Benjamin. Uh, you, do you have the journal with you? Um, I do, I do. Uh, he'll let him see it. Okay. He'll flip through some of the pages and read the, and read the passages that you're talking about. Maybe you point them out to him. And he goes, oh, from Lamashtu. Uh, I have heard of rituals to bring someone closer to and gain the blessing of Lamashtu, Yes. I'm not very specific on those because those are evil rituals that we try to snuff out as often as possible. However, if you will give me a day or two for uh, research, I may be able to give you some more information. I would really appreciate that. Um, you see, she's an old friend of mine, and I, I need to know for my own sake if she is gone. If there's any bit of her left, I need to be able to know if I can save it. Benjamin. If you are looking for permission to kill your old friend, I will tell you heading down the path of Lamashtu is as good of a reason as you will ever get. Yes. Yes, I agree, but I don't know that I can bring myself to do it, Father. I can understand why it would be hard for you. But if... And he points at the drawing with the demon, demonic hand. If she is this, she is not Nualia. Call her by a different name, then. I think that is probably what I will have to do. Uh, thank you, Father, for your time. I'm also curious if this ritual works in any kind of non-evil way. So any information you can find for me is heavily and greatly appreciated. And it will be done. What else? What else are you guys wanting to accomplish today? Is there somewhere that I can purchase scrolls in town? Yes, uh, Father... Xantis is probably the best place to find. Okay, I'm going to do it off air, but I'm going to purchase a couple of things. Sure. Yeah, most of the stuff is totally available to you. Okay. Up through like at least a level three spell. So. All right. I'm doing the same thing. Okay. So you're stocking up on supplies. What else? We've got to head to Thistletop. So we're I, as far as Safi is concerned, we are preparing to go to Thistletop because a we got to stop the goblins, and b that's where we think we're going to find Nualia. Uh, Benjamin wants to go back to the glass factory and ensure that there's nothing going on in the um, smuggling corridor. I just, okay. I, I, I'm sure. more along the lines of like we need to figure out where it leads to exactly. 
so that way we can ensure that it's blocked off. Safi is all for that. Yeah, it's because if, if we leave the town, like the four probably strongest people in Sandpoint leave the town with a giant goblin smuggling ring happening under that place, like that's no bueno. And we, the sheriff's out of town. And right. the sheriff, like that's what I'm saying. <laughs> There's literally no one to protect. Like we cannot leave Sandpoint and go to Thistletop completely defenseless. I agree. So, right. yeah. yeah, we need to go and make sure that that's all boarded up. Like, yeah. Yeah. Anything else? I'm, I'm good with that. So I guess let's head back to the factory and let's go down into that smuggling room and, or the hallway, I guess, and just trace it out. So you head back to the factory, you go downstairs, you find it's much better now. There's still a few blood smears here and there, but Longiku's his body has been freed and has been taken care of. And all the other bodies of the other employees have been taken to the graveyard to be prepared for burial. You make your way downstairs. You find the smuggler's tunnel that leads out. You go, let's just say you... You walk the whole length of the tunnel. 1,500 feet, you get, you're get moving towards the north. And when you get to the end of the tunnel, you uh, it's a dead end. Everybody give me a perception check. 14. 19 for Benjamin. 10. 5 for Finley. And it's a dead end. <laughs> we know there's something here. There has to be. I smell uh, the air, yes. Shall we try again? Can, can I we, use? Can we try again? Well, can I use the, like a survival check to see if I can maybe sense out kind of where that draft is coming from? If you were going to spend your time here for a little while, uh, say even fifteen minutes, kind of searching around, take twenty. Take twenty. Okay. Yeah. You eventually will mm-hmm. find. Yeah. Uh, it, it's a door that basically swings open, and when it does, it leads down to the coast of the Varesian Harbor, uh, and you see at the bottom. It's a small, thin path that leads down to the beach area, and it is covered in obvious goblin pallets and ramshackle housing and a little bit of, uh, you know, some shelter for them to exist in, but it is empty. And you can tell from where you're at, if you walk down a little ways, you can tell there are no goblins here now. It has been emptied out. But But this is where they come in. They're living quarters. You yeah. could tell they lived on the beach for a little while. Benjamin will see all this and just like lose it. I mean, the dude, like, think just straight rage and he starts smashing everything around him. Like, all of the buildings, he is just pummeling them, trying to make sure that there is no comfortable or any living quarters for these goblins. Boom, smash. Oh, yeah. Burn it. Yeah, yeah. burn it. Yeah. You ground, guys absolutely. see him just lose it. Like, like something Godzilla? Snaps. Oh, yeah. Like, you're just stomping oh. their little lean tubes. Sophie will light a torch and start burning them. I mean, he'll search him first, make sure, you know, you sure burn any human. But you spend an hour, hour and a half, two hours mm-hmm. burning this small ramshackle goblin village to the ground. Yeah. Nothing left. Nothing but uh, just ash. So if we turn around and like, look up, is there a giant cliff up above where the factory is actually sitting on? This basically leads down to the beachfront? Uh, it's to the south of you. It's not. Di- you're not just directly below it. It's about 1,000 feet south of you. Okay. Almost 2,000 feet south where you then go back up into the smuggler's tunnel, you make your way back towards the factory. Gotcha. When when you get a little closer, this time you see to your left another natural cavern that leads off towards, uh, kind of towards the south a little ways. Like another tunnel? Yes. You probably saw it on your way to the end of the tunnel, but I wanted you to see the end first. And now you're coming back. And now you have another tunnel to deal with. We need to clear it out. I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. 
while uh, we are all burning these buildings and whatnot, actually, uh, Benjamin will probably say something to Safi to the side, because I don't believe Yenli and Finland know this. Safi, do you remember I was saying that uh, the Kaijutsu's mother committed suicide? Yes, she jumped from the cliff, yes. Supposedly. It makes me wonder, maybe if Sudo was right, maybe the father did kill her, placed her body down here, made it look like a suicide. Or maybe Suto. Suto killed his father. Yeah, but, I mean, it almost seems like her death is what fuels Sudo, not so much the other way around. But I'm thinking it would be very easy if people did not know about the smuggling tunnel. Kill someone, leave them on the beach, say they jumped. This is true. It could happen. Yes. I'm not trying to... No. The, the smuggling tunnel is not where she died. Oh, okay. I thought not it was like the same close. area. Okay. No. It was it was at the base of their house on yeah. the cliff. Which is way, way south Obviously, of the Okay, I was yeah. thinking it was the factory. Not even close. But we've not gotten through this whole tunnel. But... It may go all the way over there. <laughs> <laughs> but I can see, like, in Safi's mind, it seems to him that it would probably be the sun. Well, no, I can see your point, too, because the sun could be enraged by the fact that if father killed mother, yeah. then he would want to kill father rather than him just being a, a parasite, parent side or whatever you right. call it. It makes me think that, that that event is what took Sudo down this path, probably, because yeah. that was when he left. I'm assuming that that is probably when he left, found Nualia, and he's been tainted ever since. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's a good thing. But I was, thinking that, I was thinking that she probably was murdered and then they like smuggled her to the beach and then made it look like a death but you're saying this was a different area yes, so yeah. scratch that whole idea <laughs> but everybody did think it was a suicide but son blamed father son, for murder. Yeah, that was the big thing was that pseudo kept blaming him for her murder uh now maybe it could have just been like hey dad was a real shitty husband drank a lot beat his wife so she jumped off the cliff right. the ergo he killed her but i don't know it was just you know benjamin's putting things together well, i think safi talked to amiko about his mother, her mother, at one point, because he had just found out through that ears of the city that she had commit suicide several years ago when Sudo left. Um, and Amiko seemed pretty upset at the idea that Sudo thought that Dad did it. Yeah. Okay. So it's possible. I mean, it's very yeah. easy. Either either of those stories would fit perfectly with how he's reacted. Great theories all yeah. around. So you make your way down the tunnel while you're doing this whole discussion. And as you get closer, it starts to get a little warm. You are heading east, and it might kind of buck down a little south for a little ways. You kind of feel like maybe you're headed back to Sandpoint, but definitely underneath the entire town. When you finally get to this area of the cavern, it's all extremely natural all the way around you. What is your marching order? It's not much more than 10 feet wide in most places. So go ahead and place yourselves on the map as you see fit. I'm putting Finland in front because, by golly, let's put Finland in front. <laughs> well, I'm putting me in front. I've got the least amount of HP, probably. But you well, don't have a bow anymore. I was so going to say, Benjin realizes that yeah. you don't have the bow, so he's more comfortable being in the front. <laughs> <laughs> Yinli having a bow and nice skill set to shoot into melee now should... Maybe take the back and I'll take the center. I'm okay with what you have there. Just make it a little closer. That cool. So we got Benjin and then Finland, Safi behind him, and Yin Lee taking up the rear. And so you <laughs> come down this natural corridor and you see in front of you three paths. Immediately to your right and kind of back behind you is uh, one leading into one cavern. Then you see up into your right 
just past that original opening, another one that also breaks off to your right. Then directly in front of you, you see one that kind of breaks off to your left, but it's more of a straight pattern. All of it is extremely natural, hewn cavern walls. So we have a tri-fork in the road. I say we just take out the one on the right, I guess. Make sure nothing can come up behind us. Yep. Dark. Pretty dark. It's dark down here. Dark. Uh, there's some little bit of moss here and there that glows, so it's more of a low light than uh, okay. pitch black. But it is dark. So we can all see then. If there's any light at all, all of us either have low light or dark vision. Are you serious? Yeah, we, we all got have it all. Yes. Full yeah. party. Yeah, so no problems at all. Okay, okay great. Cool. I also have light that I can cast if there are problems. All right. Low yeah, light. I've got dark vision. It's, you all three have low, low light vision. So yep. It's definitely low light down here. Okay. I say we, I agree. I say we take yeah. out the first path. If that's clear, go to the second path. If that's clear, then go to the third. Sounds yeah. good. Okay. So, Benjen, you see this area kind of off to your right, kind of breaks back behind you. You're sneaking up. Let's be You're honest. You're charging in as fast as possible. Say, Benjen doesn't really sneak. <laughs> uh, but he is not tiptoeing. He's being cautious. He's not just going to you know run in there, guns a-blazing, or fists a-blazing. But he is, he's going to be cautious about it. So sneaking may be not the right term, but I will roll a stealth check if you want me to. I want a stealth check. All right. Oh, God. Well, just to let you know that Safi still jingles with every step, and we're in a cave. So it's... <laughs> jingle, jingle, jingle. Yeah. So echoes. Yeah, yeah it's just... So you're well, like... The dice yeah. reflect this. I rolled a five. I have a plus one to stealth, so six. Super stealthy. Okay, so everybody roll initiatives. <laughs> oh, see nothing yet, but let's just go ahead <laughs> and get this part out of the way. Stomping Ooh, around wah. with your lizard feet, you know, echoing through the cave. Nice. I announce us. <laughs> <laughs> 22 for Finland. One second, everybody. Waiting on fucking computers. I bet you it's a demon. It is. A big, big, ugly demon like... Please don't talk about me that way. Uh, like, like a Baylor. See, you know. that's the problem. I'm confused as to who the enemy is. You're like, I just see this big red monster in front of me. Exactly. <laughs> keep shooting got horns. Me. He won't go away. I said <laughs> ugly. You're beautiful. Oh. Yeah. Thanks. Oh, say it right. Come on. Oh, you're beautiful. Good. All right, Finland. <laughs> okay, Finland. What's your number? You have to make me do my math again. 22. Where is it at? Yeah, oh 22. God. 22. <laughs> Safi? 20. Ooh, nice roll. Yeah, roll the 19. <laughs> Yenley? 14. And Benjen? 21. Nice. All right. Okay, Finland, it is technically your turn first. Oh, so I actually get to enter in with a stealth check, right? If you want. No. Um, <laughs> since we rolled for initiative, do our characters know that something's going on? Or can I use perception and try to figure out as I go around? You give me a perception roll. All right. Why have I stopped moving and only move it six seconds at a time? <laughs> exactly. What is going on here? I don't understand. Something's awkward. Uh, Safi, is it your turn yet? How do you feel? <laughs> that reminds me of uh, that there was a Reddit thread talking about building a character in Pathfinder that is a conspiracy theorist, and he always like he tells people something along the lines of there are people in another universe controlling, controlling all of us. <laughs> That's great. I, I oh just see God. a wall. I got. It. I rolled a ten. Well, I rolled a seven, but plus three is ten. Yeah. So Benjen has said, "Hey, I think we should check out this cavern on the right." Yeah. Uh, we can go in order, or you can you can do what you want. I'm just gonna go on ahead. 
All right, so you move forward. We're going to move you I go right into here. the entrance. This is still your move action. This right. is where you move. Uh, enough to be able to see inside. You see inside the cavern, and you see over in the corner oh. a red two-armed bipedal creature kind of digging through a pile of refuse on the ground in the back of the cave. And it does not notice me. He does not notice you at this point. Did you say red when you described that? Correct. Red. Okay. Is this Benjamin's cousin? It is. Oh. Finally have Jinbin. arrived. Jinbin. <laughs> Jinbin. So you're looking at a cave. You see a few pallets, pallets on the floor that have rotted away centuries ago. Uh, all the walls are natural in shape, but they are well-shaped. Most of them are pretty smooth. And at the far end, it's a hairless bipedal creature. He's got a long tongue kind of lolling about, then going back into his mouth. And uh, the jaw that you see, because he's, he's got his bag, but it's kind of to the side. You see that the jaw kind of like splits open sideways. What? Rather than opening up and down. Uh, and what's uh, he eating? Uh, he's not eating anything. He's digging through a refuse pile, looking through bones. He picks up a skull, kind of looks at it. Looks like he's maybe saying, alas, poor York, and then he throws it over his shoulder. <laughs> uh, the hands, you see, they have three claws, and his legs, they bend backwards exactly like a dog's leg. You know what I love? Having absolutely no idea what I'm up against. Like, usually I know a lot about... As know, a veteran yeah. D&D Pathfinder player, and I'm, not I'm a digging clue. It. I am I digging it. I have no idea what this yeah, is either. That's cool. So, I know Galarian Sign Language, and I'm going to assume that they know it as well. Yes. And so I make <laughs> a motion... GSL. So I make a motion of there being some weird creature with its mouth opening up inside oh. and number one and so what a video one. of what your sign language looks like like you see finland go make some weird noises or some weird movements he's like this is a guy going and he does his like hand sideways around his jaw you have no idea what he's talking about he's just making these weird erratic movements and you, that's it for my turn are you hungry <laughs> uh, we have food uh. i like to imagine he's like squatting down pantomiming what the thing is doing and we have just no idea he's just kind of like bent down like fenland has lost his fucking mind <laughs> it's like tongues flapping around and jim looks at the three of you and goes what is this <laughs> so finland that's it you don't want to move in you don't I do, not. do anything else you don't want to prepare or ready or anything else <laughs> Okay, I will ready my rapier. Okay. So, technically, it's a readied action. You can do it. If he gets close, you can attack him. Yes. If he gets within five feet of me, I will pierce him. You are readied. Benjen, you are next. And you see Finland make all these weird noises. And yeah. I don't make noises. No, not noises, but weird <laughs> movements. Can I, like, make a perception check to see if I understand what he's going on about? Sure. Okay. Oh God. Intelligence check. Intelligence check. Make intelligence an intelligence check. check. Okay, get a 13. <laughs> 13 on the die. Oh, nice. my God. Very good. Are you kidding? Okay. You can figure out he's motioning about a creature. Something is in the cavern that he is trying to mimic. Gotcha. Uh, okay, since Benjen knows that there is something in this cavern, uh, he kind of gets the idea, like, all right, there's something in there. Doesn't know we're here just quite yet. He'll turn around and whisper to uh, Safi and Yinli, there's something in the cavern. <laughs> That's what Finland's saying. <laughs> and then he will take uh, he is going to try to stealthily sneak up behind this creature it'll right. be a double move basically oh god back turn to you you're double moving to be right behind him yes <laughs> With, let me make a stealth check roll it 
17 on the dice. Nice. Uh, plus one, so an 18. Ninja. You sneak up right <laughs> yes! next to the creature. And he hasn't noticed you yet. Flurry of Blows. Okay. <laughs> it's a double move, asshole. I know, I know. Wait, hold on. I've got two hero points to spend in full action. Oh, my God. I'm doing it. God. Yeah. Hero point. Uh, I get an extra action. Yes. Is Flurry of Blows a full round action or a standard action? It's a full round action. Can I blow both of my hero points to do a full round action? No. Damn it. Oh. I will blow one to have an extra action to attack. You can have it. So you sneak yes. up. You can get. And you tap him on the shoulders. <laughs> yeah. Stunning fist. Oh, do you right. have a moment to tell? let me tell you about my Lord and Savior? Nope. Okay. No uh, No stunning fist on this one. Okay. No, because I only have it. Well, I've got it twice a day now, but I'm trying to save those a little bit. <laughs> All right. So I rolled a 17 on the dice plus four. That is going to be 21 to hit. Oh, on flat footed. Yes. That is going to be a hit. That'd be a critical in 2.0, I bet. Probably. Your fist goes right through him. All right, and I do a total of six points of normal damage and two points of bleed damage. So eight points total? Eight points total. Nasty. And it reacts. And the jaws fly open, and he like kind of leans in like he's going to eat your face. <laughs> Finland, you are still holding. Are you ready to action? I'm ready to action, yeah. Uh, Safi, your turn. So this means bad beastie? I don't understand. He's flapping his hands. Uh, now the attack has happened. So I heard an attack. I yes. heard him. You saw Sof- or you saw Benjen like disappear into the cavern quietly. The quietest Benjen has ever moved in his entire life. <laughs> and he disappears around the corner and you hear splat. And then, I'm going to bite your face. Can you imagine this giant tiefling like tiptoeing? <laughs> That's what I was what? picturing. Aren't you like seven feet tall yeah. or something? Well, and your little like lizard feet just going up on the little toes. I, I figure that you're having to crouch so your horns don't scrape the top of the thing. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I hadn't even thought about that. Because you're what, seven feet plus horns? Uh, yeah. It's, oh my yeah. God. Um, Safi is actually pretty far away from the mouth of that entrance. So I will move all the way up to there. I can see what's going on. I would like to try to identify this weird thing give me a knowledge check i couldn't have done uh stunning fist it's a full round action to you oh is it really yeah i know that so i wish you could have though it would have been amazing if i had declared it i would have rolled like a five so right Right. i know but still (gasps) it's like the idea you sneak up behind him just (laughs) miss yeah (laughs) just just humor me and say hi again Hi. Yeah, when you know you were like sneaking up on the monster. <laughs> Hi. Hi. <laughs> Honestly, that, re- that reminds me of uh, like the uh, from Friends. Uh, God, what's not Chandler? Not Joey. Who's the other guy? Ross. Ross. Russ. Hi. Where he's like a twin of Ross and like just ex- to the extremely most like how Ross is always like, yeah, I'm all right. Like, yeah, just, that's the first thing I thought of when I did that. I was thinking of um, the old Looney Tunes, like, Bug- I think it's Bugs Bunny that finds m- the Martian. Uh-huh. Marvin. Marvin the Marvin. Martian. But he also has that dog that's, like, real dopey oh, yeah. and, like, shows up behind yeah. him. And it's got the hat it's with got, the... Yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> I am a dog. <laughs> Hello, I am dog. <laughs> Chauncey is dog. Well, I'm gonna- Lies. I'm good. Okay. Give me a knowledge dungeoneering check. The best I can do is 10. I'm untrained. You're untrained. Yeah. You can't figure it okay. out then. All right. Because it's at least an 11. Oh, man. Uh, and then in that case, I will use my standard action. 
Uh, if it's, uh, well, I have to move up one more step, but I have enough. Yeah. And I will give uh, Benjen a uh, blessing of the faithful to increase his armor class by two. Oh, so cool! I love that ability. It's neat. Right? How does uh, armor class work against a creature with a jaw that hinges sideways and <laughs> tries to bite your face where there is no armor? I think it's double. <laughs> I'm, I'm, on, I'm on board with this. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah I bet you are. It's We're good. rewriting the rules. All right, that's all concerned. Yinli, it's your turn. What you going to do? Okay, so I'm going to take a move action to get up around where um, Safi and Fenlin are. I want to be able to see into the cave. Okay. Meanwhile, pulling out my longbow so I can fire into melee. <laughs> Would you no get do? penalty. With no penalty now. <laughs> yeah. Do it. Okay. Show off. <laughs> Don't hate me. Okay. 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 Fifteen. Does a fifteen hit? Against flat-footed, it does. <laughs> okay, I'm glad. Aren't you glad you don't have to take a minus four in melee combat Hell shooting yeah. it anymore? Isn't it awesome? It's amazing. Yes. Okay. Damage. Four points of damage. Four points of damage. So this poor thing was just rooting through some refuse pile on the <laughs> ground. His own business. He was minding his own business, enjoying some skulls, and suddenly gets tapped on the shoulder really hard, and then he gets hit <laughs> with an arrow. Where does it hit him? Uh, this one hits him in the shoulder. Oh, okay. Do we even know if this thing's evil? You have no idea what this thing is. At this is point, right it now. doesn't matter. Oh my god. <laughs> its jaw it. hinges sideways. I don't know that I've ever met a creature that's good that does that. Thank you. Look yeah. by its cover, man. Come on. And now it's its turn. And it turns on this guy over here. Benjen? Benjen. It turns on Benjen and just goes to bite him with his hinged jaw and will miss completely. Benjen ducks out of the way and it just gets some horns and some slobber drips down the horns and into your eyes. God, that's so gross. So these are like the the vampires off of Blade 2 or 3 or (laughs) 5 or whichever. Yeah, 3. 3, where they come open wide. Mm -hmm. What is that FX show? That's what I'm thinking. There was what? There's an FX show. The Strain. Like oh, I've never watched it, I but I've just either. seen the preview for yeah, it, and it's got that—it's kind of like oh. got this like vampire zombie-looking thing with a tongue hanging out. Oh. Like that's what I'm thinking. Sounds that's accurate. <laughs> yes, Finland, you still have a ready to action, but it's technically your turn. Yeah, I'm not going to ready an action anymore. Yeah, um, so. <laughs> with the 30 feet movement, I can move right up next to it, next okay. to uh, Benjen. So I'm going to stand right next to him. I cannot flank it, so I can't add any bonus there. And then I'm going to go ahead and use my rapier to pierce it. Attack away. That would be a 21. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Roll some damage. There you go. Hey, it's the same on the ground as it is on the TV. <laughs> uh, that would be a three total damage. Three <laughs> points of damage. Not bad. Benjamin. All right, Benjamin is straight up. Flaria blows this wow. thing. <laughs> <laughs> you return the look. Every morning in the mirror, bitch. <laughs> I rolled two 11s. Oh. Jeez. Okay, so that is uh, 15 on both of those. Both hit. Oh, uh, wow. Awesome. Yeah, this thing just got murdered. This is great. Uh, no, it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> 
for five, six, seven, uh, seven points of normal damage and three points of bleeding damage. And it died. Oh, it did! <laughs> it hits the ground in That's splattery, amazing. gooey, teethy nastiness. And you're looking around this cavern after the combat's over and it's empty. It's just bone piles and these ancient pallets. There is nothing else here. I search the body. Nothing. <laughs> Wipe its spit off on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Where else? What Su- else? Safi's kind of like wagging his finger at it. Anybody know what this is? <laughs> Anybody have knowledge dungeoneering? No. No. I have arcana, local, and planes. So nobody <laughs> knows. Nobody has any idea what this creature is. This thing is weird. And if ugly. Want, want, I can throw it over my shoulder, take it back into town. <sighs> well, it's, it, it, it may not be alone. It's the only thing under Sandpoint. Uh, we might not, may not be a bad idea. Uh, Benjen will pick it up by the feet and slam it against the cavern as hard as he can to make sure it's dead. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah so, like, you just, hear the net go... It's yeah. like Jason slamming the guy inside the uh, sleeping bag against the tree. Yeah. <laughs> whack, whack, whack. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, throw it over his shoulders, and uh, he'll carry this thing around. Take All it right. back to Sandpoint at some point in time. <laughs> okay, so you have the tunnel that leads up directly to the north on our map. Then you have one that goes off to the east on our map. Uh, Benjen has a thing on its uh, on his back. On I his was shoulder. hoping you were going to say its name. <laughs> Dang. Thing. And then uh, what you going to do? Just move on. I guess stay to the right. Stay to the right. Yeah. Go east mm-hmm. again. We're still in combat. No, you're out of combat at this point. So, Benjen, you move up to about here, and you were looking down another path that leads into a much more constructed-looking area, and there is a door to the north. It's weird to have a door in the caves under Sandpoint. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Benjen will recommend to the group the door is closed. Can I see if it opens in or out? Uh, it opens out into the hallway. Okay. Let's leave the door closed for now and come back. I want to make sure nothing like this creature, and he kind of points to the snap-necked creature, <laughs> can come up behind us. Let's go to the other side of the cavern, clear everything out, and we can come back to this door. It's closed. We'll hear it open. Good and idea. he'll he'll like stack some rocks in front of the door, so that way when it does open, we can hear them fall in. Okay. I think I need to change clothes for doing things like this. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to go back to the main cavern where you were before. And you are going to move up to uh, to the north a little ways. And you are going to see a natural cavern that goes a little ways to the north. But to your right, you almost see a faint red glow. And when you look that away, you can see a large statue. Uh, I'm going to use knowledge local. See if I recognize the statue as someone locally. Large uh, local will not do it. Okay. How about religion? I don't even think religion is going to knock it out. I got it. I got it. Profession farmer? (laughs) I have performed dance. Good God, people. No. I have a box of fishing tackle. (laughs) Knowledge history. History. Nope. Uh, Who takes that? I did. Oh, thank oh, God. It's a background skill. Yeah. Heck yeah. I was just joking. <laughs> <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> 24. Nice. Oh, yeah, I rolled a 19. No idea. Whoa. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Yinli, uh, I've seen you scratching away in that journal of yours. Would you mind drawing a picture? Okay. 
and she'll pull out her book and it is a red glowing large statue human it's a size faint or? glow from it's mostly the light ambient light of the room is reflecting off of this statue creating this red glow in the uh, room as a whole it's an odd shape uh so you're standing in a room that's roughly 15 feet on the west it tapers down to a five foot corridor on the east side you see a door leading north at the center is that red marble statue that i was telling you about uh it's a beautiful woman that you see and uh it's a beautiful woman, but at the exact same time, she feels monstrous when you look at this statue. Uh, her features are just twisted in fury, and she has long flowing robes. Uh, her long hair is held back by an intricate headdress and hooks and blades, and it's all carved out of this red marble. Uh, but in her hand, she has a large book, also carved in marble. In the right, she is uh, her- carrying a very well-made metal and ivory ranzor, which is a large pole weapon that you can use to attack. It looks like it's extremely well-made. It's not the marble that everything else is made out of. But when you look at the large book she's carrying in her left hand, you see that the cover of the book is inscribed with a seven-pointed star. Is the book a real book, or is the book made out of marble as well? book is also marble. Okay. How about a religion now? No. Knowledge history. Knowledge history. Okay. Because that uh, is also a symbol of Asmodeus. Oh, gotcha. That's why I was asking. The book, or the star? The star. Or the oh. woman? The star. Okay. The star. I don't know. <laughs> so super meta there for a second. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The statue's normal person sized, so the weapon is not oversized or anything like Correct. that. Yep. So, and you can tell that if you worked a little bit at it, you could grab this uh, very well-made item. Um, I don't like a praise, so I don't ask you to ever roll any of them. The ransor that you can see is worth about four hundred gold. Whoa, masterwork! Wow. Did you say masterwork? Yes. Okay. Usable as a weapon. It's masterwork, but it's very expensive. So it's just a pole arm, right? Effectively with a hook on the end, I believe, and a pointy, pointy end. Everybody's pointing, you want it? You want it? You want it? No. no I, I just want, want the gold, but I'm not necessarily greedy. That's, yeah, but you're that's down Casey a weapon, aren't being you? Great, greedy, <laughs> not Finland. <laughs> <laughs> Finland would be okay with leaving Benjamin it. wants nothing to do with this statue. Like, he's getting this eerie vibe. He, he won't touch it. Like, if you all want the weapon, it's up to you to get it, because... Yinli's getting all like horror movie status and looking at it and like not even wanting to walk past it. Sophie grabs it. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. it is. It's a tool. It's just a tool. Statue this comes is where to I, life and kills us all. I was going to say, this is where I'm expecting Wes to go and make a will save. Yeah. <laughs> no, you grab the weapon. It's in your inventory now. Okay. So no, you're easy. standing in this room here and you can see the door to the north and then you see stairs leading down to the right that's a small five foot wide corridor. There's also a five-foot-wide corridor that leads to the south back to the room where you saw the uh, the door earlier. Does it lead to the door that we saw earlier? Yeah, it would. If you go down that way a little ways, you would see that, that same door. Well, it looks like we have several options. You all want to go ahead and investigate this door, see where it leads to, to make sure nothing comes up from behind us? And if we go too far away, we won't hear those rocks fall. Let us go back and... You, you take half a second, and you walk down the corridor, and you see it's the other side of that same door. Oh. But we didn't go into the actual room with the door in it. He did. did. He stacked yeah. rocks on the door. Oh. I, I missed the description. I did, yeah, I, was... missed it. I didn't think we went into the room. I, did, I never opened the door. Right. The door's at the north of the room. So there's there's there was a room, and there's a door in that room going to the north. 
Oh, I don't remember us I, going in there and looking around. Yeah, I don't think was we did. Just, I thought that the door was at the opening of that room. That's the door right there that you. Uh, this one right here. Mm-hmm. That's the one that. Uh, that you I stacked stack the rocks, rocks up. From okay, I, I, it's I an thought, old storeroom. There's really nothing in it except some broken pottery and some. Okay. Maybe some okay. Uh, oh, okay. 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 <laughs> yeah, we're uh, cool then. Cool. Uh, yeah. What about that corridor? Uh, so south of Yenli, it looks like that there's a little open area. So south of the thing is a, a corridor that leads off to your left, and then you've got the door to the north. Yeah, so it looks like we can go down some stairs or we can open a door. I would still look at that corridor, though, before we go open a door or go down the stairs. Oh, you're talking about here. Is this an alcove? Is this a, a passageway? I think that's just map you, Or is it just You map poke your notch. head around this. So where are you at? You're standing in the statue room. Yes. yes. You make your way south, follow the corridor around to the door that was the storeroom. Yes. You head back to the statue room. As you are headed to the statue room, you see another corridor leading to your right. Okay. That direction. Okay. Right. You, when you get back into the statue room, you have uh, stairs that lead down to another area and then you have a door that is to your north your choice so door to the north stairs down to the east and to the west we have an, uh, the end of the natural cave correct okay okay. okay. I was going to say so uh, north of me is just a wall a cave wall yep uh, yeah. okay yeah the uh, natural cave just it's a small pocket of area so the statue room is where we're basing everything off of right now I, I say we open this door. Make sure that nothing can follow us down those stairs. Yes, I yes. Cover our cover our tracks. Yes, I agree. Uh, Benjamin will open the door. So you walk up to the door. You open the door, and you walk in just a little ways, Peek trying to kind of maybe stay quiet just a little bit. And you're on top of a wooden platform. You see stairs leading down to your left, stairs leading down to your right. All ringing the room are probably close to 20 prison cells. You can tell what they are by the bars in front of them. Some of the, most of the doors are all closed. You see a few skeletons in some of these where they are like hanging outside of the skeleton do- or the prison door where they have obviously starved to death. Oh my God. <sighs> and then up into your right on the bottom of this prison area because this platform you're on is a roughly about 10, 15 feet up in the air. And you see in outside of one of these cells two of the things that you fought before. And they have a skull between them. And they're tugging it back and forth. And you hear... As they fight over this skull. I'm going to back out and close the door. (laughs) (laughs) Click. Uh, Can I make a knowledge local check to see if I happen to remember any stories of like a hidden prison under Sandpoint? I mean, this sounds nuts. History. 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 Damn. I don't have knowledge I, history. I did a 24 and had nothing. So it's. <laughs> yeah, but that was little, on the statue. I'm looking specifically for, like, hearing rumors of a hidden prison. Something. I don't know. Yeah. And as an aside, when you poked your head in from this wooden platform, stairs going down, stairs going to the left and the right, you actually do have a walkway that leads over to a passageway to a corridor to your right. So there is another passageway out of uh, what we're going to call the prison room. Okay. Uh, Benjamin will look over at Finland and Yinli and Safi. This thing, uh, there's two more in this room, and he's trying to be real quiet. It looks like there's some sort of prison. I don't know. This is like an underground torture chamber. They're in there arguing over skeletons. Do you think 
we should just continue down the stairs, or do you think we should go in there and clear out those two creatures? I want to go in. Okay, I mean, we took it down pretty easily last time, but with two, two on four, we still have the advantage. Something is eerie down here. I know nothing of this cavern, and there, I've lived in Sandpoint my whole life. There are people in there that are in cages. Dead, yes, but they must be released. Their souls must be let free. We have to go. Okay. I guess I will open the door back up. Head you on in. all gather up your forces. You put Benjamin in the front. Oh, oh. He reaches... One second. One second. Please, oh. give me one moment. One second, narrator. <laughs> and as, as Benjamin is going towards to open the door, Safi starts casting a spell, touches Benjamin, and you are now enlarged. Oh, sweet! Oh my god. And you don't god. fit through the door. <laughs> oh. You can squeeze. Like, yes. It's like, put, like fitting a couch in your living room. So Benjamin reaches out for the knob. He grows three sizes. His heart grows three sizes this day. Oh he god. opens the door and he sees a big sign that says, we'll see you next week! Oh, 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 son of a gun! Is it been? Oh these hour god. episodes are killing oh me! We gotta god. do like New Path and do these two hour two, episodes. Two, three hours. Oh Absolutely not. Oh. <laughs> Those are marathons.